Good morning. How are we? It is Thursday, 18th of March, which means it is about 13 days. Less than that. 12 days till we start our in-person sessions to add on to our live workouts as well. So these will be in Marlborough and Devizes, um, outside from the 29th of March, then inside in the private studio from the 12th of April. So super excited about that. Um, anyway, today I'm talking about kind of how much time, how much time do you need to put into exercise? How long do you need to exercise for? Now, we know for starters that exercise is the multiplier, the cherry on top of the cake, okay? And I get it comes up a lot, I speak to a lot of people and, and they say, you know, it'd be better if I started at a different time. You know, I've got a lot on at the moment and I completely get that. Um, but something reminded me of this yesterday when I spoke to Hazel, one of the ladies on the Fit for Life program, and she said that she'd made the decision not to work out in the morning. Morning, Sue. If you're coming in, say hi. If you're on replay, put it in the replay. She'd made the decision not to work out. Okay, and then she did our morning accountability challenge, which includes a one-minute workout, which takes one minute. And that's there all day. You can do it when you want. Morning, Brian. Morning, Nick. And that's a one-minute workout. Now, she did the one-minute workout, and she thought come on, you know, I can just, I can surely just, I might just do a bit more now. Just stay standing up, don't sit down. Right, I'll go and do 15 minutes of the stomach blast workout. So then she joined the stomach blast workout. She did 15 minutes. She was like, actually, I'm quite proud of myself, doing all right. Starting to notice that she's doing better than maybe she did in the past. That builds that confidence in just by saying yes to that one minute. It's starting to spiral. Then she's like, you know, I might as well just do the last 15 minutes of this. All of a sudden, she's in a half an hour workout from doing a one minute workout, which changed the way she felt, which then impacted what she did, which will then change the way her results end up being. And that's sometimes the power of not dismissing small habits, marginal gains. And this is another example of something I've spoken about before. And when, when you ask the question of how long do I need to exercise for, there really is no specific, because it depends on your goal, it depends on you. Like we do things a little bit differently in that I don't just blanketly say, work out this many times because it really depends on your goal you're willing to do your lifestyle and and you if you if i was to say you have to train for an hour or it's pointless like that's just not true yet i know for a fact that that's said out there in the media somewhere because a lot of people come to me and say i've i've, I've heard a little bit like that before you know like when you book a session or a class it's always like on the hour or something but that's just more probably for timetable scheduling more than anything to do with science and your body. And we know now that you can work at different intensities and shorten the time you have to do it. And we know that it doesn't really matter when you do it. You know, if you do a 10 minute workout, and I know a lot of the ladies like to do a 10 minute workout in the morning before the kids come up, then come out and then, then like maybe a five, 10 minute workout later on or in at lunchtime when they're like, right, get up from the desk. And there's a difference between going, yeah, I'm going to put on a YouTube video at some point later in a bit, maybe sometime, and then pick up the weight that's keeping the door open compared to someone going, hey, Sue, it's now this workout you booked on. If you're not coming, I'll be wondering where you are. Even if it's live from home where it's in person. And sometimes that is just the difference. And it sounds really small. Like we say things like, oh, I should be able to just do that myself. But there's only so long we can say that for before we're actually slowly getting into poor habits. And then all of a sudden, we wish that we were back where we were when we were here because we're slowly getting worse and worse and worse. And sometimes when you just ask the question, okay, morning, Natalie, if I don't get a handle on this habit, 
what happens five years from now? If I don't get a handle on this habit, what happens five years from now? And the reason we ask that question is because if you ask that question and ask it truthfully and answer it truthfully, sometimes we realize that actually things do get worse over time if we don't get a handle on a habit. And I know it sounds really negative, but sometimes that's a positive because it reminds us actually that we're not necess- if we're not getting a handle on this habit, we're not necessarily the same person tomorrow as we were today. Just like if we get a one minute workout in, we might be building slowly towards becoming who we want to be in three, six, nine, 12 months time. Because would you agree that where we are right now is a direct result of what we've done over the last three, six, nine, 12, 18 months? Uh, Sue says the Fruit of It habit challenge means my day always includes two times one minute workouts and then two longer workouts. I get a walk in. this is my day unless I'm not feeling good. Yeah, so it kind of, when you get something in in the morning as well, there's definitely something to that prioritizing you because the moment you leave yourself last is the moment that you've allowed everyone else's agenda to, to come in. So if you check your email straight away before doing something for you, and I know I've had this chat with many of the ladies before, the workout just doesn't happen. You get sucked into something and you're, essentially putting fires out instead of doing something for you, which would set you up for the day, which might even help you respond better to that email, to that problem, to that issue, to enable to make a better decision by that as well. Morning, Angie. So what I want to do now is actually do a one minute workout together now. So that means that Sue, you've already done your one minute workout. Um, So we're going in, and Bronya. Yeah. So we're going in for a one minute workout now. You can join me in. So it's going to be low impact, super simple. Really easy, but one minute, remember. So just take a deep breath in, shoulders back. If you're listening in, I'll try and explain it to the extent you could do it if you were listening, that'd be quite cool. So deep breath in, just clench your fists as hard as you can. Big shrug back, lift the shoulders, roll the shoulders back, and down slow, open up the hands. Deep breath in again, clench the fist, big shrug, deep breath in. If you're not doing the one minute workout, by the way, please put in the comments and justify why you're not doing it. From here, we're just gonna start punching forward, but make sure when you punch forward, you get those elbows back. So again, the one minute workout is great just to do. If you're in Zoom meetings and your cameras just quickly switches off because you're struggling to stay awake, you're putting the kettle on and just shut the curtains or your neighbors might think you're crazy. Let's go, one, two, one, two. We're now gonna go into a hook, okay? So just hook round, make sure we're hooking round we're getting a little bit of a twist in. You turn it into boxing, it's a bit more fun, but at the same time, you're also getting that twist in, which we just don't care if we're, we're one-dimensional, sitting on a keyboard, <laughs> on a computer, phone. From here, we're gonna add in a knee-knee. So again, the hip flexors in, hook, hook, knee across the body, knee across the body. So we're lifting the knee up, knee across the body, knee across the body. Hook, hook, knee across the body, knee across the body. Hook, hook, knee across the body, knee across the body. Hook, hook, three, two, one. From here, one leg comes back, just your right leg up. So you're just kneeing up each time, just lifting that same leg every time. This is great if you have any knee issues, you don't want to put too much tension on that leg. You just want a bit of tension in the thigh here, not to mention you're going to start getting your heart rate up, which will start flooding your brain with endorphins, the way you feel. Feel better, that impacts what you do. What you do impacts your results. That next choice, you might not need the food, that snack, that pick-me-up anymore because you're getting dopamine. In. So we want to make sure that we're nourishing the body. Straight after this, you're going to grab a glass of water as well. So we switch over to the other one and go straight up from here. So just lift the knee. Small habits, compound effect. Remember that. Let's go. Keep it coming. Speed up. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, 
two, one, and take one last deep breath in. Just clench the fist as hard as you can, deep breath in. How many times do you do this normally in a day? And then open up the hands and breathe out. Let that tension out. Job done, one minute. And I would challenge you to do that throughout the day and see how you feel. Write down how you feel afterwards because remember that the fastest way to change the way you feel is to move. That'll flood your brain with endorphins, help with blood sugar levels more stable. If they're more stable, that helps with your signaling, that helps with um, then hunger, your hunger hormones. You might be less likely to snack, pick, or you might actually want to treat yourself better. You might go, actually, my self-care today is to go grab a glass of water right now. Join me now. Grab your water. I'll wait for you to, I'm just waiting for you to fill it up. Still waiting for you. So, grab some water and just, just say, like, my self-care to me, phrase it differently rather than, oh, I'm going to eat water today or drink water today. That's rubbish. I'm going to eat vegetables. My self-care today is to eat vegetables, drink water, get my protein in, go out for a walk in the day because I want to have more energy. I want to be a better person. I'll be honest, myself, I'm way better to be around once I've, when I look after myself better, when I sleep better. Because I want to feel good, there's no harm in that. Don't feel guilty for feeling good. And remember, this doesn't have to be at the expense of anyone else. This is just slightly putting yourself first because I had this chat yesterday as well. This is turning into a tangent. If I take 10 minutes around the middle of the day to either exercise, nap, meditate, that buys me about two hours more time productive. If I just go, no, I haven't got time for that 10 minutes today. In the afternoon, I'm a bit lagging and I can still work, but those two hours are now a little bit poorly done. I'm less productive and I can just feel I'm just a bit tired. And it's like swapping 10 minutes for two hours. And that's how I want you to see it. And also see it as something that is self-care. You know what, I'm gonna get to bed by 10 tonight, have a glass of water, treat myself to this nice book and eye mask, whatever it is, and I'm gonna treat myself to that and enjoy it. Because I want more energy tomorrow, because I wanna feel so good tomorrow. We all wanna feel good, but I just don't think we often apply the blueprint or realize just how much some of the things that we're doing for short-term gain are actually impacting our long-term gain. And the more we bring that to attention, the better it will be. So, I hope that helps. Give me a done once you've done the one-minute workout in the comments. Any questions, as always, just let me know. Great stuff, Sue. See you in the afternoon one-minute workout. So, any questions, let me know, and I'll see you soon. Take care.